Hello, and welcome to season two of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. This season, we are featuring the book Prosperity Codes, How to Attune to and Attract Wealth and Abundance. I'm your host, Martelena Don Terpel, and today sharing her chapter, we have Carrie Scott. Carrie Scott is the founder of the Soul Selves Framework, helping individuals on an ascension path recognize themselves during their spiritual awakening. A writer, designer, grief speaker, and thought leader, she is passionate about telling her story. Through her words, she creates a space for survivors of traumatic loss to be seen. Carrie has lived the pain of losing a loved one to suicide after their diagnosis of bipolar disorder. Her grief journey has become her spiritual journey. And from her loss, she has discovered the power of self-love. Featured on numerous podcasts, including Happiness Happens and The Finder of Lost Things, she has also been a guest blogger for the International Bipolar Foundation, as well as other publications. Carrie is currently working on her debut solo book, Celebrate Your Grief, Transforming Your Loss, into self-love. She lives on Vancouver Island in Canada with her husband and their two children. Chapter seven, Carrie Scott, the soul selves framework. Money is often the perceived stumbling block that prevents our ego from being totally satisfied with our present reality. Mindy Crary. Our egos are the very thoughts, beliefs, identities, and stories we tell ourselves about who we are. When I ask myself, where do I feel unsupported by the universe? The answer is often money. When I am not aware of aspects of my ego, I unconsciously give it the power to keep me from feeling joy in every moment. Yet when I bring my awareness to my thoughts, I can achieve great love and prosperity in my life. According to John Kabat-Zinn, the definition of mindfulness is awareness that arises through paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally in the service of self-understanding and wisdom. The Soul Selves Framework is a mindfulness tool that originated from my search to better understand my soul or connection with source energy. I learned that how my ego interacts with me along my spiritual journey is an illusion. Through ancient Hindu texts, psychology, and modern day spiritual teachings, I derived five soul self markers that represent various phases between the ego and the soul. They are the bodily self, vital self, thinking self, observer self, and the transcendent self. The soul cells framework can be applied to every aspect of our lives. I first recognized this as I awakened on my grief journey. I had gone from being the victim of a traumatic loss to living in a space of unconditional self-love. Now that I understand the framework, I can easily apply it to relationships and parenting, food and adornment, and even health and prosperity. Each of our individual awakening experiences is unique, but there are certain thoughts, behaviors, 
actions, and habits that are indicative of each phase of self-realization. It is our ability to recognize our feelings associated with what phase we are in that shifts us from reacting to life to creating our lives. As we apply the soul cells framework to wealth, prosperity and abundance, we first find ourselves in the bodily self, firmly rooted in ego and lack. I know I have been here many times struggling with money. Here, we are not keenly aware of our thoughts and react to our desires with strong emotions. Money feels unsafe to have, earn and spend. We look to others to manage our money, provide for us or validate our purchases. Each purchase gives us sticker shock and our nervous system is in fight or flight. We are uncomfortable with our current monetary situation. The next bill we have to pay or regret previous purchases. We could be living paycheck to paycheck and carrying a lot of debt with no clarity about how to pay it off. We are worried about our financial future. Talking about money makes us extremely uncomfortable, so we avoid it. We are bored where we work, always wanting to be somewhere else and anticipating change. It is common to blame others for our lack and hardship. We say, I need you to stop doing blank, then I will feel better. A huge clue to recognizing the bodily self is that we feel like victims of money. There's never enough and we feel unworthy of wealth. This is our victim mindset. We don't have a clear understanding of how our past situations and limiting beliefs are guiding our current decision-making. When triggered by situations, people, and circumstances in our lives, we throw a tantrum, complaining, feeling miserable, resentful, and sorry for ourselves are all actions that our ego justifies when we are unable to accept a situation, financial or otherwise. Being in the bodily self is a good place to be as we return to it over and over again, experiencing the contrast and clarifying what we do want and what we don't want. This is where our desires originate. Next, we find ourselves in the vital self. We recognize that we have limiting beliefs around money. Thoughts like, I am not worthy. Money doesn't grow on trees. Or wealthy people are greedy have been reoccurring themes in my life. But now I know they don't belong to me. When I first heard money is energy, a possibility sparked in me. I craved a better understanding of money because I felt stressed about it all the time. In the vital self, we desire to know more. We entertain the idea that there are better feeling thoughts available to us and we begin to take action to improve our financial situation. We set savings goals and begin to pay off our debts. Taking responsibility for our financial health is an important step. Yet, despite this desire for change, we have a scarcity mindset. Our financial life becomes a series of things going wrong and our suffering and unhappiness increases. We could experience a loss of a person, job, or simply fear a potential loss, whether real or imagined, and it threatens our ego. 
It feels like a real challenge to move forward or to know how to make a change. We are often frustrated. We say, I want to feel better, but nothing I am doing is working. These experiences are created by our ego to protect us unnecessarily. We are beginning to unravel our bodily self and it projects fear that it is being lost. But instead of losing our ego, we are opening ourselves to our soul. Every time our ego flares up, it gives us another opportunity to name it, recognize its triggers and make peace with them. Then when we find ourselves in the thinking self, we learn to witness our thoughts and emotions around money, wealth and prosperity. We have begun to take responsibility for what happens to us and our soul and the universe align to support us. We commit to personal empowerment and have a growth mindset. Even though we don't have all the answers, we recognize that it feels good to celebrate our current financial wins and that celebrating attracts more wealth into our lives. We thrive on problem solving, but we often get caught up dwelling on a situation. We get excited and overwhelmed easily by trying to improve our finances and we don't know what actions to take to fix our money problems. I intentionally use the term investing to adjust how I feel about spending money. This helps me take control over where I am spending and why. We often find ourselves struggling with thoughts of comparison, expectation and lack. When we catch ourselves in these thought cycles that make us feel uncomfortable, we say, I choose to feel better. Only I can make myself feel the way I do. When we are in our thinking self, it is easy to dip in and out of our soul connection. Our mind will continually challenge our ability to be present in the moment and in our bodies, giving gratitude for our current employment, income and savings. Instead, it will wander off to thoughts of the past when money stress was dominant or to the future, imagining ourselves with enormous wealth or suffering in debt. These thoughts will conjure up emotions with them that we give names such as hope, joy and anticipation or anxiety and distress. But now that we are aware of these emotions, we have the choice to change the thoughts that do not serve the prosperous person we intend to be. Our awareness of our mood or attitude can be determined internally and not by external events. We have a practice of checking in with our financial health and communicating about money is less challenging as we reap the rewards from the inner work we are doing. The great success is that we recognize how rarely we are in the present moment and that knowledge in and of itself is our soul connection because we can remind ourselves to go back to it again and again. As we find ourselves in the observer self, we are strengthening our connection with our soul and with source energy. We know our authentic self and can decide what is aligned with our purpose and energy. Ideas and opportunities arise for us to take aligned action where there is no resistance financially or energetically. Success is no longer attached only to wealth, but includes our health, well-being, joy, and satisfaction with the life we live. We know when we are fully present in the moment and when our focus 
has shifted away. We are no longer bored, but instead have a great amount of excitement and wonder as we work with passion and purpose. We are generous with our prosperity and seek out opportunities to support ourselves and others on their financial journey. We hold no judgment and are open and compassionate to everyone and every experience, craving the knowledge each moment holds for us. We release energetic blocks within us. We have accomplished awareness of our energy and can share our high vibration with others, raising their energy as well. We say, I intend to continue to practice this high vibration and attract others to me with the same vibration. Observing how my nervous system responds to various financial interactions educates me about what inner work I can still do. How do I feel when I pay for my groceries or hold, or hold large amounts of cash? Supported or anxious? When I first had a thought that created an uplifting feeling about money, I took control back from my ego. The belief that money is here to support me. Or as Francis Bacon said, money is a great servant, but a bad master. Transformed my relationship with money. When we celebrate thoughts like this, we attract more thoughts like them to us. Then our inner well-being becomes reflected in the world around us. We have an abundance mindset. We gain the inner radiant experience and see that manifested in our lives. This is when we learn the most about ourselves, allowing our shadow self to emerge, reflected in every interaction, but safe in the love of our soul. All resistance becomes an opportunity for personal growth and expansion of our energy. We practice allowing and receiving with appreciation and gratitude. The momentum of our thoughts is working on our behalf. Lastly, in the transcendent self, we are completely connected to our soul, our higher self and source energy, transcending our ego. We are blissful and radiant, completely in love with ourselves. Work is effortless and playful. Even when we find ourselves back in the bodily self, we are no longer mad for being there because we embrace the contrast. We are powerful attractors, co-creators, and find harmony in this receptive mode. Our thoughts become things, and we know the relationship between form and energy. We say, I focus my awareness on the expansion of my energy. We are aligned with everyone and everything we encounter as they reflect our divine purpose back to us. Our connection with nature and the universe energizes us and we sense the oneness of all things. We commune with the divine feminine, feeling inspiration, serenity, and fulfillment. This prosperity mindset is to love ourselves unconditionally. Our full potential is realized. It is my purpose to align with and celebrate this energy of overflow and return to it often. Ultimately, it is the feelings we generate with our thoughts that are what propel our mindset shifts. The more we know, nurture, embrace and love our ego, the more we connect to our soul. The soul cells framework encourages our self-awareness 
and as a guide to attune to wealth, prosperity, joy, and abundance. But it is up to us to embody the feelings they represent in the present moment and celebrate them. The first step we take is to recognize where we are a victim in our lives, then take incremental steps to feel better and better more often. Our beliefs can keep us stuck or unlock our infinite potential. Challenge them often. Thank you for listening. Prosperity Codes is available on Amazon.com and all proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on. <laughs>